It's time for the Rich Life Retirement Show, brought to you by retirement professional and Wall Street Journal bestselling author, Bo Henderson. This is the one place committed to helping you navigate all aspects of a successful, meaningful, and fulfilling retirement. Let's get started. Here's Bo Henderson and Bill Maine. We are back again to help you out. Well, I'm here to make sure that he helps you out. He is Bo Henderson. I'm Bill Maine. Bo, it's always good to be with you on these Sunday get-togethers. Does that mean you're here to keep me on track and keep me out of trouble, Bill? I'm trying. I'm, okay. the, uh, I'm the proverbial cattle prod, so I like I just it. keep you on I like here. it. Let's keep go with it. All right, well, let's, uh, let's jump right into this because this week got some really cool stuff to talk about. We're going to talk about work week anxiety and how that figures in retirement planning. Been there. Yeah. Should you pay any attention to the hot new trends we're seeing in investing? And should we include inheritance when we talk about investment planning. Can we count on that? Those are three topics, among others, that we're going to tackle today. But first, you've been out tackling questions live and in person. So the uh, the Retirement Tour 2021, well underway. The retirement, the live workshops, the live educational workshops we've done around North Georgia. Uh, we just wrapped up a series down in Pinckneyville Community Center down in Norcross. Yeah. And we're going to come up this way to a new venue we've never um, presented at. And it's kind of like I said, Bill, if somebody asked me to come, and they want this information, we'll make it happen. We'll figure out a way to, to get a group together and make it happen. We're going to be in February at the Jefferson Civic Center. Okay. Try it out. Very right. nice venue. We went out there and looked at it. It's going to be Tuesday, uh, February 9th, and Thursday, February 11th at 6.30 p.m. Or that Saturday, for people that may work a little later, we do uh, February 13th. That'll be at 10 a.m. Okay. So you're you're leading into to, uh, Valentine's Week there. So do something that you want to do, do something nice for your sweetie. Right. Get this retirement thing taken care of. Uh, let, let's make the theme, love your retirement. Let's love, do some things to take care of that. You love your retirement, it'll love you back. That's right. right? Okay. All right. Before we jump into the meat of this, I, I got to say, you know, I, I peruse a lot of different things and I like, I have a lot of white interests and flipping through Forbes and I'm going through this article and it said something about an advisor in Gainesville. And I went, what? And I looked closer, it's a rich life <laughs> advisor in Gainesville. And I thought, do you know this guy? His name is Bo Henderson. You know this guy? Oh, that's funny. Yeah, that recently uh, I was interviewed for an article talking about stocks in 2021 and some of that planning. And my contribution there, and it's always fun when I see somebody pick up something I say to be referenced in, yeah, in yeah, an article that's going out to, yeah. to a lot of people. Uh, but my my message in that, the part that I contributed was really is the earnings season, when we look at earnings for companies, it's a nice time to look under the hood to see what the real value is of companies and where they're selling but it's also a call to go back to our fundamentals, go back to, okay, is our plan in line with the income needs we're going to have early in retirement? That first, when we're, those first 10 years or so, when we're most vulnerable to market risk, interest rate risk, and inflation risk. So do, do we have our plan set up? So that was really my call to action is there's a lot, there's a couple things going on. We're going to see real earnings, what companies are really worth. And we're going to see the effect of optimism. We talked a lot. There's, there was some optimism with, you saw with the vaccine. Sure. And I'm starting to yeah. see that pull back a little bit mm-hmm. because it's not going out as smoothly as planned. And all of those things can affect the market and how things are selling and the values. And what we want to do is not be dependent on guessing right. True. Right? Let's True. have a plan that works whether we guessed right or not. Because in a way, guessing right is kind of gambling. Yeah, well, it is. And, you know, here's the thing, though. When you talk about it, you know, you saw it spike, and it really had a couple of good days there when they were talking about the vaccine, and everybody had good optimism. And then it pulled back. My thing at any time when I see a spike like that, it's always a couple days later when it pulls back just a few points. Mm -hmm. That's when I think the realism is. Right. And I'm a neophyte sitting on the sideline, but... You get that everybody gets excited about something, ah, and then they kind of settle down and see what it is, and you get more of a realistic look 
at the true effect longer term and what it's going to be. No, that's a good observation because really even the market cycles, the ups and downs over sure. time, is always a revert, a reversion to the mean, mm-hmm. kind of the average of what's real. Yeah. Or, you know, I saw a funny meme that's reminded me of that. It said, with this vaccine, you know, it's not kind of, it hasn't been distributed like hope. It's not gone as smooth as we hope. But all we need to do, somebody came up with a solution I thought was brilliant. We need to get Amazon it had a picture of one of the Amazon trucks to distribute the vaccine. Everybody will be vaccinated by next Friday if you're a Prime member by Wednesday. <laughs> Problem solved. There you go. We can start getting back on track. So I kind of like that. Well, in, in, in this case, I would say you're thinking outside of the box, but it's Amazon. <laughs> so we're thinking inside the box. There you so go. that works very well. Ba-dum-bum. There you go. All right. Now, if I asked you how your retirement accounts did in 2020, likely you'd probably say you did well. But the Baby Boomer website, New- Next Avenue, says you won't know the real answer to that question until after you subtract whatever you had to pay in fees. Now, we've talked about fees before. Most of us have never done that. We don't take the time to do that. We just look at that first number. How do we figure out what we're paying, and how do we get a realistic handle on paying as little as we possibly have to? I understand folks in the business have to make money. Yeah, when this is a specific, this specifically talking about 401k accounts, mm-hmm. the accounts you get from your work plan. And and by the way, that article, that Next Avenue publication, yeah. for, for people looking at retirement, it's a great publication. Oh, really? I, okay. I met the editor in person, and he put, puts out really good content. So check that out. Are we going to see you in that pretty soon, then? <laughs> Actually, maybe. We'll, we'll talk about <laughs> Yeah, I had no, no, no reason to plug that. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. But, uh, but it is good information. Uh, so, so yeah, there's if, if we have accounts, our 401ks, they're not disclosing necessarily on the statements, here's exactly what you're paying with fees. So a lot of us are looking at, here's my balance last month. Here it is this month. And if it's, it's bigger, hey, that, that feels good. We're all happy. If it's less, it feels bad. But sometimes it might be deceptive in that uh, the bigger might just be because you made contributions that whole month. True. And what we need to know is in 401k plans, there's there's fees on average anywhere in a range from 0.37% to 1.42%. That's coming, pretty good disparity, though, right. really. Yeah. And, and what that is is if we're, if we're seeing on our statement, hey, your investments average 7%, but we're taking out 1.4%, that's quite a fee drag when you multiply that maybe times 20 or 30 years. Sure. Uh, so the thing is, it's like most of, we just want to know that. If I'm paying 1.4% fees, maybe the account's earning to justify that, maybe not, but I want to know the fee I'm paying to see if it's worth it. So there's only two ways you can do that. One, we can request the prospectus, which is the thick paper book that you get on each mutual fund you have, okay. and they have to disclose the fee. So that's one place you can find it, but you would have to you'd have to call. Read, yeah, and and, yeah. and again, it's it's not most people will never do that. The other is go to an advisor and request what would be called an X-ray analysis. So there's software, there's Morningstar Morning software that has all that prospectus data plugged into so it. They can so we pull can, it pretty quickly. We can plug in your six yeah. or seven funds at work, and it's going to say, here's your fee on this fund, this fund, this one. And then you've got a snapshot, one-page picture of here's my exact fees. And then you can make the decisions. Do I want to pay these fees? Does this make sense? Or do I want to adjust to maybe some cheaper fees? Because sometimes in a 401k plan, there's cheaper fee options within different mutual funds. So you can shop it. Yeah, you can a little bit. Okay, a little bit. Anyway, and, and you may decide along with it, perhaps the other side of that is you go, okay, well, the, the fee is fair, but I wasn't aware of it. Right. And I'm not going to produce the earnings that I'd like to see. I've got a few dollars on the sideline. Maybe I should contribute a little bit more to offset some of those fees so that my total output at the end is where I want it to be. be. Right. And we want to pay attention to. Or does that work? Yeah. Well, if we know our fees, then we can look at what is our real net yeah. return. Yeah. And if our net return is our goal then maybe the fees justifying the manager is getting a little extra than you would just sure. in, a, in a cheaper index or something. But again, knowledge is power. And what we don't want to do is realize, wow, the last 20 years I was paying a double fee than I could have in a very similar mutual fund that might have been available in the same 401k plan. Yeah, Knowledge is power. 
This is Rich Life Retirement Show. Bill Main sitting in here with our Rich Life Advisor, and that is Bo Henderson. If folks, their, their interest is peaked, they want to find out more about what you guys do, how do we get in touch? Well, we just gave one specific example. So one thing we can do, if you're saying, you know what, I'm not sure. I see my, I, I get that. I see my statement. I would bet most people it would is say most that, people. yeah. And I've heard it for 21 years. Uh, if you want to do that x-ray analysis, that's one of the many services of the comprehensive strategy we can do. We, if you just say, you know what, I really would like to see what that fee drag is, or what are the fees I'm paying on... Um, my growth or my investments in my 401k, we can upload that in the software and within a very quick period of time, we can give you a one pager that says, here it is, and you'll know. And again, the other option is to go request individually from each mutual fund company Send me your 80-page prospectus and flip through that and find it. So I think that the software is much easier way to I'd do rather it. you did it. That's right. <laughs> okay. I just, I'm lazy enough, but I don't know enough in reading the prospectus to really be able to understand it. So that's why you've got to have somebody to guide you through yeah, it. And if that's it, I just I want to know what I'm paying. Right. Let's do that. I can help you with that. You can go to richlifeadvisors.com to find out how to get in touch and book appointments with us. Or give me a call directly with a specific question at 770 770- Two four nine seven four two four. That's seven seven zero two four nine. Rich. Okay, so I'm going to take you back in time. Get uh-oh, ready. Here uh-oh. we're going through the mists of time, as they say. Did you ever? Were you ever experienced with the Stretch Armstrong doll? You know, I had an uncle. I was I was really young, and I had an uncle that had a Stretch Armstrong. And I remember us at my grandparents' bill, and we were trying to go all the way across the living room holding <laughs> each arm. You could stretch them forever, and then they would just go snap right on back. Uh, you know, but just want to. The reason I ask this is unexpected things like someone trying to stretch you across the room do happen in real life, especially with our finances, because especially in what we've experienced over the past 9, 12 months, we've seen a real stretch in our income and what we're having to do with what money we have. But as we get older and we start planning for retirements, do we lose that elasticity, especially when it comes to this part of what you do with us? You're fun. It just, I just had a visual of somebody just all stretched out with their arms all the way across the living room like our Stretch Armstrong. No, it, That's you know, me at the end of the month trying exactly, to pay the bills. End of the day some days. Yes. Uh, when, uh, what we're talking about is we get to retirement. Uh, think of big companies. They have somebody whose whole role as an executive is to mitigate risk. Okay. Yeah. So when we yeah. shift from a, the accumulation of assets, which just works in averages over time that we save, we're really shifting into a risk mitigation scenario for the for the hap, the part of our lives to where we're we're taking the assets we've accumulated, we're making sure they last, and nothing That's, blows them up. Instead of pouring into the bucket, we're trying to keep people from pulling out of the bucket, right? Okay. And, and maintain and sustain as as long as possible. So some of the things we can do to stay elastic and stay whole, uh, like our stretch, our <laughs> yes, strong indeed. example here, it, it, it's really just paying attention to conversations that we know. Um, one. Sooner or later in a household, if there's a couple, one spouse is going to pass away before the other, most likely. Right? We know that at some point statistically there's there's a likelihood that someone in a household is going to have a long-term care event. Right. Right. So the and thing I'm is, seeing that more and more often these days. Especially, I'm, yeah. 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 Uh, and and there's, there's a likelihood of with longevity taking care of a parent. I mean, there's a lot of things we know. So what we talk about with risk mitigation is if we know these things will happen, my question is, what is our plan for that? Because what we don't want to do and what happens in so many instances most of the time is I'm getting calls after one of those events have happened and then we're trying to resolve it. And again, especially some of those like a spouse passing away, we know it's going to happen. So I try to get somebody early, early in retirement or in the retirement planning saying, let's go ahead and put maybe maybe we got a plan that the expenses are low enough. When you lose a third of the income when a spouse passes, um, the, the surviving spouse is OK. Maybe there's a piece of insurance in place. Maybe we have another asset earmark to hit that gap when that income drops. Uh, but my question is always, what is our plan now so you have the peace of mind that you're not going to leave a spouse or both of you be in a situation to where 
after the fact, and we're scrambling to figure this out with less options, most likely. So bottom line here is stay stretchy. Stay stretchy. And, <laughs> and again, leverage. Leverage the things you can. Like the long-term care. Say we had an um, asset-based, what we'd call, we, had a, we, we dedicated a, a piece of your asset to take care of long-term care. If you had that event, as opposed to us potentially running through your, your entire nest egg in three, four, five years, that piece that we earmarked that we could afford to dedicate to long-term care could be the piece that keeps the rest of your retirement plan and your income in place. Yeah, we just want to think about that, think about the ask the right questions. And sometimes um, the answer to something like that long-term care is just we're going to self-fund it or we're going to spend everything we have and go on Medicaid. That's an option. Might not be the best option for, for a lot of people, but at least you had the conversation. True. Very true. Well, okay. Let me just branch off of that a little bit mm-hmm. on something that you brought up last week. And last week, you did a good job of educating me a little bit on annuities. As a matter of fact, I had a conversation with somebody about it this week. Right. Uh, but and, 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 and did a little research. And Kiplinger says one of the reasons that people buy annuities is they help take away some of the worry about affording retirement. And you sort of touched on this last week. So kind of go into that a little bit more. Why is that? Because yes. that could be something in your elasticity plan. Right. How does it take away some of the worries? And, yeah. it, and it very well could help with the elasticity plan. So the number one worry, Bill, and this has been for years, that when we survey retirees, they say their number one fear in retirement is running, running out, out of money. money right? yeah. And uh, when you look at the, the research and some of the, the data, 73% of retirees who own an annuity believe they're going to be able to live their retirement lifestyle. And the reason why is depending on that there's different kinds of annuities but the kind we're talking about here it's basically you're trading an asset almost like we talked about with the long-term care we're saying okay x amount of dollars of our overall assets we're trading for a very specific guaranteed income stream. right for, for some little security so um when you have that then you know okay this is exactly what what i have coming in it's guaranteed for the rest of my life so that can be peace of mind certainly and it's not at the whim of market up, market up and downs now that doesn't mean you don't have money in the market but that might be another piece that after we it's saw that income, it's not the only thing you have, right? It, it's for a very, spe- it's a tool, not a plan. It's not your retirement plan, but it's a tool for a very specific mathematical gap that we're filling. And if we can have, if we can have our paychecks from things like Social Security, maybe any pensions, and then this piece with annuity that hits any other gap, then you have peace of mind. I can pay my bills no matter what, and even if the market goes down forty percent. My income doesn't change. I'm not having to go back to work at 74. No, please no. So, and, so there's the and piece I can of eat mind. real food. That's right. Yeah. Well, and, and the thing there's there's kind of there can be some kind of a um, a negative connotation to annuity, and the reason is there's a lot of people that are out there selling annuities as retirement strategies, and they're not. They're tools that are one component of a retirement strategy. So it has to be a very intentional tool that you're using mathematically to solve a specific gap in the overall problem, and it could be one of the best things you do for that. Uh, so, so that's really where annuities can be can be helpful, and they can give you a little more peace of mind. And also, another thing I like about it, uh, Bill, is that if I've solved my income with an annuity, the rest of my assets I can confidently now invest in the market because even if the market goes down, I know I can afford for it to come back up, which it always does over time. Sure, right? That you can wait it out. So, yeah. so in that case, sometimes the annuity answers the question of. You know, a lot of times there's an either or mentality. Do I, do I play it safe and put my money in my savings account at the bank or do I let it ride out in the market? The annuity kind of gives you that middle piece to where, OK, my income's secure. I've got some safety there. Now I can invest the rest. Sure. Yeah. And, and still have that confidence that you're going to, like I said, be able to eat real food. Right. Uh, you sp- OK, now you spoke of savings account. Uh, a recent survey found out that more than half of all Americans have at least some of their retirement funds in a bank savings account. Now, I have a savings account at my bank and it's not for retirement. It's just to throw in there for vacations and boat expense, you know, just stuff we save for. But something for retirement, a bank saving, the, the, the payback on it is so 
small. Yeah, what's that return right now? Yeah, exactly. I mean, is that something you figure into your retirement plan? Well, so the problem, and, and I, we kind of talked about that with the last conversation we brought up, is an annuity a tool or is right. it something that's good or bad? Is it a plan versus a tool? Right. Sure. So so with the money, and, and I see a lot of cash right now, and what happens, a lot of money goes to cash when there's fear or uncertainty yeah. mm-hmm. because we don't know what's going on. And right now I see a lot of cash because people are waiting for the market to correct to buy back in. Sure. But uh, what I say is, is instead of having, counting this, they're talking about retirement savings. Now, retirement savings needs to be invested either in an income plan or a growth plan, and that's different from your liquidity plan, which is your emergency fund and maybe the expenses you know you have coming up the first year. Like like we do, just a traditional bank savings account. Right. That is not right. a retirement account. Correct. And and how? But one thing to that is, in the past, uh, I was really big on let's ha- let's let's get to retirement with six months of cash reserved for expenses. Okay. Seeing where we are, seeing what coronavirus has does, done, seeing the layoffs, the uncertainty right now, I'm really pushing, let's extend that to about a year of reserve, just in case that happens to us, right? It might take that amount of time to recover and get back on track and, and get our and get our overall plan back where we need to be. And you didn't realize that we were going to continue this discussion on the elasticity plan and Stretch Armstrong, because that's another right. part of it. It gives you the ability to snap back right. from a bad situation, right. whether You're, it's a fall in the market or maybe it's a fall where you've got health issues or whatever it might be. In that case, you might be just buying a little more time, and that might what. what be exactly what we need to navigate this event or this market or this economy or this pandemic. Absolutely. Okay. So uh, this is the Rich Life Retirement Show. Bo Henderson's here. Bill Main hanging out with you as well. And, you know, over the uh, over the break and holidays and folks coming in and out talking to folks on Zoom and what have you, a friend of mine was asking me some of the things we're into. And I said, well, we started this new show and that I co-hosted it with you. Right. Uh, and started asking me all these questions about retirement, which, of course, I can sort of answer, but not like you can. It's dangerous. I know enough to really be dangerous and screw somebody <laughs> up. So, But uh, I suggested maybe it's time for, for this person to go ahead and have a meeting with an advisor. Okay. And uh, the response was, don't have the time. Yep. So how many times have you heard don't have the time? You know, it, it's one of those things. Uh, a good friend of mine, well-known in the circles of, of financial and retirement planning, told me, the way he puts it is that people will spend more time planning their vacation this year than they do on their retirement planning in their future. I believe it. It sounds kind of like a joke, but if you really looked at the time spent, it's probably true. It's it's one of these things that's really easy not to deal with, but it's almost like cramming for a for an exam in college. Sure. If we'll study a little bit each year, maybe maybe allocate a few hours each year, we're not trying to do make up 10 hours of work right there once we do retire. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, so I do hear that a lot, and, and sometimes it's not. Sometimes, especially when we know, uh, maybe I'm not exactly where I wish I was, or, or I should have saved more, and I have this. It, here's the thing: once you have that conversation and get clarity on exactly where you are today, where you're starting, there's a huge relief because then you can start finding the gaps and holes and come up with a plan to get to where you're trying to get to. As long as you delay that and put it off, that's the passive approach that we talk about. So, it's worth making time. This could the, the differences in. Us starting a year or two or three or four earlier could be hundreds of thousands of dollars of us pulling little levers for taxes, um, positioning, having your assets in the right buckets and things like that. So my me- my message is it's not we're not asking for spending weeks doing this. Let's make three <laughs> or four hours this year to, to get clear on where we are and make sure we have a plan or strategy and it's on track. Yeah, we're not moving in. Don't worry. That's not That's happening. Right. That's okay, right. Okay, so here's another one to throw at you here. Royal Bank of Canada survey found that one in five baby boomers, that's mm. me, Counting on an inheritance to boost the nest egg. 
Now, I don't know if in America baby boomers have the same idea. I, I never did because <laughs> my parents just didn't have that sort of thing. But when we talk about planning for retirement, are you seeing people who make that assumption, well, I've got this inheritance coming, so I don't need to worry? Yeah, I see both sides. I've seen a lot of inheritance because th- there's a huge transfer of wealth from the generation that, that's aging and, sure. and passing. Uh, but I do hear that a lot is, hey, when mom or dad passes away, I'm expecting X amount of dollars. So my message is, okay, that goes nowhere on our planning spreadsheet until that event happens and that money's separated and it's in your account. Because a lot of times, too, what I'm seeing is that that might be the idea, but then mom and dad live five more years than we expected, and the health care costs and us mm-hmm. taking care of them use up that inheritance we we're expecting yeah. and maybe even a little bit of our own money. Yeah, if you put that on the plan, it's not money that you have in hand. Right. Well, it's kind of like, in a way, it's almost like saying... I'm planning on winning the lottery in five years, so let's go ahead and build that into my plan. I'm not going to do it for you. I'm not going to put it on your, your timeline spreadsheet until the money's in the bank. Yeah, you know, let's get those numbers right, okay? Because too many things could happen. All right, before we get out of here, just got a couple minutes here, but uh, we wanted to tell people about that that work week anxiety. And we all get that dread. Monday morning rolls around, and we're like, ah. Now, researcher says it hits the average person around 3.58 on a Sunday afternoon, so you just got a couple <laughs> more hours. But- if you help us plan our retirement correctly, I'm hoping that every day becomes a weekend. Is that is that a reality? Can we make that happen? You know, I don't know that um, you're going to make you're going to make work like a weekend. But but it's fascinating to me that there's actually a real thing that there's been a survey and a test that we know on 358 on Sunday people start dreading yeah. <laughs> the next week. Right? Makes uh, it real. Yeah, it? yeah. We need to maybe do some things in our life to. Um, Work on our mindset going into Sunday afternoon. Yeah. I'm going to do a little prayer, gra- gratitude, something yes, exactly. like that. Exactly. I'm glad I have a job to go to. Uh, well, you know, and maybe maybe that is a part of it. But maybe there are some things we can do to say, what is it I'm dreading? Are there any things I can do to mitigate that? Um, but the reality, sometimes we're working to build the life outside of work. Sure. Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. That's that's the goal. And, and that's a piece of it. But but just know, I think a part of this sharing the survey, it's kind of for fun to say, you know what. If you're getting that dread Sunday afternoon, maybe it's after church, after the meal, you're sitting with the family, it's not just you. Yeah. Yeah. It's normal. It's normal. But here's the thing. If you want to take a little of that edge off, I think, uh, as you're thinking about this afternoon, hit up the website, get in touch with these guys at Rich Life Advisors, and at least you can take one piece of anxiety out of it and know that you now have have a goal. But goals are no good without plans to get there. Without they, milestones, mile yeah, markers, right? Exactly. They're just wishes, right. and you get nowhere with wishes. So, and, and I would say, and you bring this up, you know, we should be thankful for those of us who do have a job. Right. And and I get up at the crack of dark every morning, and when Sunday rolls around, I may get a little anxiety, but I get anxious because I can't wait to get back here right. and get on the air and talk to people. Isn't it funny? It's, it's almost, we talked about vacation, Um I don't know if you've experienced this, Bill. If I'm out of town for a week or so, I start missing my routine yeah. and my, my doing the radio, connecting with, with our clients. And some, maybe we just need those breaks. Maybe that's another good part of this message. <laughs> maybe build in some rejuvenation and, and replenishing time. And then one last thing with that is maybe there's something to be excited about. Maybe I need to work three more years, but maybe I go part-time to something I love. We talked yeah. about, hey, maybe I go – if I love um, – um, Plants and things. Maybe I'll go work at Pikes. Is Pikes still around? I think they are, but you, okay, yeah, you know, work at Full Bloom for that matter. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, or, there you go. yeah, or Lanier, wherever. But you know, that's that's me. One of the things I told you this off the air, and just quickly before we get out of here, I'll, I'll mention it here. And that is one of the things that I would like to do in retirement. I want to do something, mm-hmm. but I'd love to be able to have a little coffee shop. There you go. And if I don't have my own, I'd like to just work in one. Right. I just like the the atmosphere of being engaged with people. 
right. and, and 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 serving people. I like I like that. The very contribution, much. the engagement. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's just a lot of fun. All right, but but let's let's see that we can get them to you because that's where it's all going to start. All this stuff we're talking about after after we work, it doesn't happen without a plan. So that's let's it. let the math show the path. Let's grind the numbers. Best way to do that. Yeah, whatever the goal is, big or small, we need to have a plan to get there. We need to find out what is that first step. When is when do we need to accomplish that to get to get to that bigger goal? And that's exactly what we help you do. We model and we plan successful retirement strategies at Rich Life Advisors. You can find out more about that methodology and process at richlifeadvisors.com. And always give me a call at 770-249-7424. That's 770-249-RICH. Had a good time as always, Bo. Back at you. Talk to you tomorrow morning. See you, Bill. If you have specific retirement questions and would like to know more about Rich Life Advisors, go to richlifeadvisors.com or call 770-249-7424. That's 770-249-RICH. Rich Life Advisors LLC provides investment advisory services through Formula Folios. Bo Henderson is a licensed insurance agent in Georgia.